In today's episode, I'm going to talk about money, <laughs> but more so of the perspective, my perspective of money. And you can let me know if you guys agree or disagree, or really, let's open up a conversation and really talk about how important money is in our culture. Welcome to my corner. In today's episode, we are going to talk about money. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. It's just very, very interesting to, to say. Money, money. All right, money. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about money and you know the perspective of money, um, how I kind of grew up and what my perspective is right now. It, my, my views on money is very prone to change as I'm meeting different types of people, you know, um, talking to different types of people in this walk of life. And they have very radical some some I met have very radical views on money, and others have very you know societal ones. Um, but how I grew up, uh, you know, I grew up very. I wouldn't say we, um, my family grew up poor, but we didn't grow up rich as well. Um, and we weren't. I wouldn't say that we were in the middle class because the middle classes consist of like people with degrees, from my understanding, uh, and make at least fifteen dollars an hour minimum, right? Uh, to maybe uh, fifteen to 25 to 30 that's my guess anyways but my my parents never made that much um we weren't on minimum wage though like their their jobs but it wasn't uh spectacular income you know just enough to raise a family of, of two kids <laughs> all right um and so my views of money as growing up uh, is, is that i thought you know we were taken care of um like and we were i thought that we were somewhat rich in 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 some ways, because my father would uh, recklessly spend uh, his money on on food for us, which is very um, very considerate, I would say, very considerate, because you know, me and my sister at the time we got spoiled with with candy and toys and whatnot, and I think that's a little bit of the immigrant story. Is just like um, because my parents didn't grow up uh, with the standard of living that we have today, um, they they want to. They want us to experience a higher standard of living as opposed to how they lived back in the Philippines at that time where it was very uh, low standard of living, you know. Um, and they want us to experience maybe the various foods, the various fast foods in, in Canada. Um, and that's, that's a very interesting perspective in my opinion too. That perspective of, oh, because... I never experienced it, but I want my kids to experience it. And it's it's kind of, it's it's the little things to the big things because it's not just like food or, um, or toys, right? Or gadgets or technology. It's actually like even dreams, right? Even opportunities. So I, I met some uh, families or I met some, you know, some friends as well where they tell me that, the career that they're pursuing, example, like like nursing. Nursing is a freaking common job within like Filipino people. <laughs> but like nursing is a is is something that is from their parents. It's their parents' idea. But in actuality, we see that their dreams and passions and hobbies are like um, are are dancing or making music or some type of art, right? Or maybe photography, like. Like it's very their hobbies are very different to what their work 
uh, work careers are. Um, and it's not necessarily bad. Actually, I'm really glad that some Filipino families still adhere to that uh, because nursing is still a, a, a good job to have for stability. Um, so that's just very interesting perspective to me because most of our our career choices sometimes are not from ourselves, but rather our from our parents. And I'm not saying that's not necessarily bad because sometimes parents know, do know best for us. And I, I know what you guys are thinking, um, especially to the younger viewers, that you know your parents uh, don't know you, or you may feel like your parents don't know you, but um, and you feel like sometimes you know they don't understand you or whatnot. I I, I, get, I remember watching, I think it was a Jubilee video, right? And this uh, girl was like around 16 years old and the father, um, um, you know, maybe like three times her age, um, was saying that he communicates well with her. Uh, but then on the flip side, she said, I feel like my father doesn't understand me at times, or, you know, I feel like he just doesn't get it. Um, and so there's that disconnect, right? One party thinks that their this communication is good, therefore he thinks that he's connected with his daughter, but then the daughter thinks that, you know, he just doesn't understand. And I I, I had that experience too when I grew up, like with especially with my father and my mother, right? We're just like, oh, they don't understand my feelings, emotions, hormones, my gosh. And sometimes that still carries on to adulthood. Um, like, you ever come, come back at home uh, to your parents and feel like you can do things better? <laughs> or like, um, you for often forget that they don't, they haven't lived uh, a full life. Like like I was discussing, uh, I think it was something about investing or, or like something about money with my mother. Uh, and she's saying, I know, I know, I know. And I, and I felt like, no, you don't know. No, you don't know. <laughs> but then I forget, holy crap, this is a woman that's lived like through a couple of generations ahead of me, you know. So even if she doesn't get the new technology to, of today and how it works, she does get the founding principles of maybe investing or, or saving up money. Um, she just hasn't applied it fully, right? Um, I'm really jumping everywhere, aren't I, guys? But uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring that perspective up of like um, pushing your your dreams onto your children or uh, adopting your your parents' views or uh, dreams and careers rather. And I'm not saying they're necessarily bad or or, or even uh, or good. Here's my perspective then. Um, just if I were ever to become a father um, in the future, right? How would I want to parent um, when it comes to like career paths, right? How do I want to advise my kids? I would say, and again, I'm prone to change. My thoughts are prone to changes. I'm, I'm young, I'm 24 guys, right? I'm still trying to figure out what my life is, but from my experience, um, well, one, I would do my best to increase their learning ability because kids are very creative, right? And so I want to, I want them to really explore or have them for their future to explore their options of what they can do. Um, and so maybe enrolling them in maybe dance classes, piano, whatever, to explore that creative side. <clears throat> and then when they get maybe to their teens, um, I think that's when we can question, like, what do they like? I think you have to be really observant. Um, but you can't advise them 
to follow their passion necessarily because example like you can't you can't tell your five foot three son to be an nba player like that 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 success rate is super low he's not another mugsy bose you know <laughs> um i mean he can be if he works hard enough right maybe that's what you want to instill is hard work ethic but rather but not the dream of um becoming an nba star which is highly unlikely for them because they're just going to be disappointed in the future if they can't make it to the nba maybe instead is to yes instill that hard work work ethic <coughs> excuse me you know what this is a good time to get a coffee break because i need one right now okay yeah they're not gonna be another mugsy bows or whatnot right Muggsy Bose is an NBA player. That's like five three, I think. Um, anyways, <clears throat> yeah, you can't you can't build up their hopes for something that they can't achieve, but rather build up their character and their work ethic so that in any field that they're in, right, that they can find some type of success. So maybe not an NBA player, but maybe a coach, right? Maybe he has a, a good eye for analytics and and you know um, drilling routines into someone else that wants to be an NBA player something like that uh, there has to be a practical uh, or has to be practicality and to the advice of what career you want to give your kids but don't take advice from me I don't have any kids guys so just just that's how I see it <laughs> for now um, and also there needs to be a balance of of keeping the passions alive I think because that's the thing that gives you kind of life um, if I didn't have music in my life, if I didn't have dance, if I didn't have, um, I don't know, like, like there's so many interests that I have, like language learning and talking to people, right? If I didn't have any of these things, man, my life would be a little too boring for me. <laughs> um, a little less fulfilled, right? If I didn't have faith, right? And so, um, there needs to be a balance of picking a practical career that'll make you money um, and uh, on the other hand having pa- having passions that will keep you fulfilled okay so moving forward there's this very common perspective that um, you know the saying where uh, the next fast food person can be the happiest person in the world right or the person with the most simplest job um, can be really happy right or that you don't really need money to be happy money can't buy happiness right um to some extent i agree with that to some extent um money doesn't necessarily give purpose uh, i don't think so um but there's there's something a little bit um naive about that right as we grow more in life um we learn that money is really important you know just to survive um i believe that yes we can be happy I think happiness comes from gratefulness and so the things that we are grateful for you know um like such as a house that we're living in right the the technology that we have our phones i guess right the the family that we get to see um but if you notice these things these things still involve money somehow right the family that you need to see needs transportation and and where do you get that transportation from a car bus wherever right you still need to find a way to pay for it with the gas, right? Um, the iPhones or your phones in general, your smartphones to connect to your loved ones. You still need to pay for that as well. You have a monthly phone bill. Um, 
your house, your mortgage, your rent. Uh, money is, in my perspective, it provides us opportunity, right? And the more you grow your money, the more opportunities become available to you. So, yes, it can't buy happiness, but without it, it's going to be very difficult uh, to really have the opportunities especially if you like ha- like if you have a good if you want a good big family um you need to be successful in whatever field you're in you need to have some t- type of income to support yourself and your and your loved ones and i think in how i grew up like our culture of money is that we we share it a lot actually um if we have extra money or actually even if you are in debt from what i know anyways um, even if I am in debt, I'm still going to give m- money to my parents because they need help too, right? You need to give at least 100, 200 uh, off your paycheck, something like that. That's just proper etiquette, I would say, in how I was raised. Anything to help out. Because I think it's maybe it's a, because of we're immigrants, or rather my parents are immigrants, right? Um, and we need to share that that wealth with every with your loved ones if it's to help you know, provide for their groceries. Um, because right now they're, they're getting older too. Um, but even earlier on, uh, at the early stages of my life, I would see my parents share the money with relatives as well. Um, not because they were struggling. Actually, they were all well off. I think it was just proper etiquette to, sh- to share the wealth. Uh, kind of saying that we're in this together. Um, I think it's that household mentality too, like of of, of the Filipinos is that, you know, if you're in my house, let me, let me really like uh, make sure that you feel comfortable, and so that applies, I guess, with the money aspect of it. If you think of it. All right. Now, on the other hand, we have people who are incredibly rich, people that earn seven figures, right? Uh, even the six-figure earners as well, and even the one percent. I think there's actually a major difference between that one percent and then the the six and seven-figure earners there. But let's talk about the six and seven-figure earners there and my perspective of them i can only respect someone um if i knew if i know that they worked hard to get where they're at um and so example if if someone um has luxury brands on right what are the luxury brands see i don't even know i'm I'm that poor (laughs) i'm like uh i guess is michael kors one of them i don't know um burberry i don't know Say that they're, you know, they dress really nice and you can tell that their clothes are expensive, right? Um, I want to know how they got there, how they got that money, right? And if they did it through hard work or, you know, maybe they have their own kind of brand uh, and they really built their, their own brand or business, right? And they earned it. My respect, man, like I, that's something that I eventually want to get to that level. Um, but if you're wearing luxury brands, clothes, or even a car, right? And you're just there to flaunt it without any hard work. If that was given to you, maybe from your parents, if that was or friends, right? I I can't really respect you as much, if that makes any sense, right? Just because like you feel you feel. I think what we hate. I think there's a little bit of envy if, on my part. There's a lot of envy. Like I don't have friends like that, right? I don't have a family like that. Um, I think that on the flip side, though, here's a, here's an interesting perspective. 
On the flip side, though, if you if you are the richest person in your family, right, and you have the ability to give them that, say for their birthday or whatnot, a luxury car, a luxury luxury clothes, right? Would you? Would you? Or would you make a way for them to earn it? Right? What if what if a family member was just a really good person, right? But but um, you know that they're not a hard worker. Would you still give give them the money? Because like. A hundred dollars when you're a millionaire is not that much, right? So just to put those, you know, those shoes on, um, what do you, what would you guys think, right? But then going back to it, um, for me anyways, if, if you haven't worked hard and you're really flaunting it, like really flaunting it and showing off and being arrogant, right? and then on top, if you're judging other people, in my perspective, that that is very... Um, I, I don't know how to say this. I really don't respect that. I will think I am... You may think... That person may think low of me because of the clothes that I wear, but I will think low of their character. And it's not it's not a good thing to judge others. But if we're talking about first impressions, that's what most likely kind of happens for me. But again, I am prone to change. I've never been a millionaire. I've never been... I've never been a six-figure earner as well. So that may change as well um, if I get there. But I think the most important thing and the thing that I'm trying to hit at is like, where does happiness tie into all this? Where does fulfillment and satisfaction tie into all this, all this money talk and perspectives? Um, I, I still think it's gratefulness. You, you know, I, I watch a lot of rags to riches stories and, and even the richest people, the 1%. There, there seems to be common things occurring, whereas that they know their purpose and so that's already fulfillment for them. They don't need to re- necessarily attain a level of other achievements, right? Um, but it's knowing their purpose. Like Elon Musk wants to go to Mars, right? Like that's a wild goal, but it's his goal, right? And then another thing is, from what I see anyways, is is, is gratefulness. It's, I think I see this common within celebrities that are down to earth. Um, the celebrities that I like anyways, like Will Smith or, or would be an example. He's just more down to earth. And from what I see, I do see a lot of gratefulness. Um, I don't see any resentment uh, coming in from him, at least the way he portrays himself. Another thing that I've noticed now, this is with the um, the people that do not make six figures. You know, people like me, um, but happy people like me. Things that I've noticed uh, within them is that they're just extremely simple. Um, I think uh, I forgot who it was on YouTube. Talk about minimalism and frugality. Um, th- we have to recognize sometimes that there's things that are not necessary that we need in our life. I, I think yes, it's good to have new experiences, but um, moderation, right? Much like when people say to you know not to drink too much, moderation. Right. If you guys do weed or marijuana, I don't, but moderation, right? We don't want to develop any addicting habits with alcohol, um, you know, smoking or, and I had a gaming addiction before, right? So, but then that's been kind of not there anymore, but I still love gaming, right? And so I think there's a, we have to live a little bit more simply and realize that we don't really need things, um, or things aren't as necessary as they seem, is what I'm trying to get at. And so, 
maybe if we can have that balance and i hope i remember that if uh, you know if when i'm on my way to becoming someone successful that i remember to be grateful for the little things and and understand that it's it's the little things that count in life uh, if you're a religious person as well like um i've been i've been praying a lot recently and just reflecting uh on really just gratitude um i've noticed in within myself i i really overthink i overthink a lot um about the future i have anxiety about the future and where i'll be but access to love is is like the opportunity is there for that at any time and i think i for, i forget this i think i've told you guys the definition of you know what god is for me and i think it's love right and so I just put it that way is that access to love is is always there um and sometimes that's where i can get my gratefulness as i noticed these past couple of days just being present and just really saying thank you uh for experiencing life right now no matter what stage i'm at it's a very weird concept i guess and a weird um experience to explain I just feel much more secure when that happens. Um, but really, it's just being simple about it. So my conclusion is this. You don't gotta be rich to be happy. But it sure sucks being poor. <laughs> Believe me, I've, I've uh, lived many different lives already at this age, surprisingly. Um, and I've pulled through. And God has kept me, you know, safe. Thank you guys for listening to my corner. I hope everybody's doing well at this time. Um, hope, hopefully everybody has some type of income coming in for them. I know it's been rough. Um, if you guys have any more content ideas, topics that you'd like me to, to discuss, just feel free to message me on Instagram. That's uh, Norby's Corner. Um, I'm thinking of maybe... I don't know, I'm thinking of a lot of projects right now that I want to share uh, on YouTube specifically. So um, maybe you guys can hop on over there. Everything will be linked um, in this description as well as uh, on Instagram as well. There's a lot of links there and references. Uh, but for now, thank you and thank you for listening. Take care, please. Peace easy.